Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Reality Review with Lady B. On Unexpected Episode 6, Jeopardy, we are kicking off with a new returning mom and her new boyfriend. Let's get into it. So, I'm going to start with this couple who is returning, Lily and Lawrence. So, Lily was on a past season of Unexpected. I can't remember if it was season 2 or season 1, but she's 19 years old now. And she has her daughter, Aaliyah, who's now two years old. And she hasn't been on a show since she was 16, since she had her child when she was 16. So Lily recalls that she was extremely young and naive at the time of the past filming. And she would even call herself dumb um, because she thinks that back then she just you know, had this whole idealistic of having a baby was like all sunshine and rainbows and it turns out that it's not. But she claims that she's mature now and, you know, she has also gained experience. She does let us know that she is pregnant again, but this time it's with her new boyfriend, Lawrence. Her mom has been helping with her two-year-old and she said, I have no idea what I would do without my mom being there for me. She helps buying diapers and whatnot, but her baby daddy also doesn't buy her kid anything. So the mom pretty much is stepping in to like help take care of her and also provide for her as well. So Lily and her ex broke up two months after her daughter Aaliyah was two months old. She thought that him and her would be together for like forever pretty much she was really in love with them they were with each other all the time and she just thought that you know that was the love of her life but she goes on to say that he was not necessarily ready to settle down at the age of 17 and he was you know acting like a teenager rather than a father he was out drinking a lot hanging out with his friends and for her it's been like she's been 16 to 30 years old So, essentially, she's the one that called it off because she just kind of felt mentally more mature than him. And with that regards, I'm with her on breaking up with him for that kind of, you know, regards. I mean, what's the point of staying with someone if you're not happy and also they're not providing anything for the kid that they helped made with you? Like, I I don't understand why she should stay with him. And you know what, maybe it's better that she wasn't with him to begin with. But at the same time, he's young and he's mature. He's literally the type to pretty much probably run out on his child and then come back maybe years later to be in the child's life. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it just sounds like from what I'm seeing on the show. However... He is also a young person, so again, like I said in a past episode, most teenage boys, if they get uh, their girlfriends pregnant or whatever, majority of the time they leave because they get scared, they can't handle the responsibility, they don't necessarily want to be a father. And unfortunately, that was her case with her ex. So for he didn't leave, she chose to leave that relationship because what's the point if you're not going to fend for your daughter? I understand her point of view, very mature of her to go through that. 
and to come to the conclusion of looking out for your own kid and for your own well-being. So we meet Lawrence, who is 19 years old, and him and Lily pretty much knew each other since they were in the seventh grade. They've always known each other, and as time went on, they started talking here and there. They eventually moved things over to Snapchat, snapping each other, and then there they are dating. So he seems like a good guy for her. He's very much taking the initiative to understand her pregnancy and asking a lot of questions. And that's really good in a partner when they're being there for you by asking a lot of questions, trying to help you out. Lawrence seems like he's a great guy, even though she has a child. Because when you're a single parent with a child, it's actually, I would find a lot difficult for females to date. Like even Lily was saying that when she started to try to date other people she was very skeptical because a lot of guys are not not necessarily not interested in young um women that already have a kid but it's just more difficult and she also has to think about is this person going to be right for my child not just because I'm bringing him into my day in life but I'm bringing him into her life as well so she has that to look out for but she met Lawrence and Lawrence is a great guy and she knows him for a longer time I guess and he seems like a very good guy. So I very much hope that they work out. So she likes Lawrence a lot. And she likes that he's involved. But she is also like a little skeptical. Because things can change also when you have the kid. So she's a little skeptical. But I think he's going to stick around. So the next day Lily is making breakfast for her family, her daughter, her mom, and her BF. So... Lily explains how she got pregnant again. She was on birth control pills at the time and she pretty much forgot to take one. And by her taking one, she decided to, you know, do the usual thing that you're supposed to do, double it up on the next intake. And I guess it didn't work for her. So that's how she got pregnant again. It's good that she found someone that's on her level, I think. But Lily also is um telling Lawrence about, you know, breast pumps. And he kind of gets disgusted when she's, like, telling him in detail exactly what it does to her bosoms. And he can't picture their baby being slimy after child labor birth. And I'm just like... Eh, you're going to see it regardless. You're the father. I mean, if they let you in, if if she has a baby in COVID-19, maybe not. She might have to have the baby herself. But he does go on to explain that he just has a weak stomach. And, you know, her, her mom is like, you just need to pre- be prepared. Got to be prepared to see that and also be prepared for the mean side of Lily. Because when she's pregnant, whoa, watch out. And I believe mama. Because, you know, when Lily is pushing out a watermelon through her, you know, pinhole, she is going to be very angry. Any female will be very angry at at that moment in time. And you know what? She'll say some horrible things probably during it, but I'm pretty sure she's not going to mean any of those things after when all that's done. I've never went through childbirth, but I can only imagine how much that stuff hurts. 
Let's move on to the next couple. Micra and Ethan. I keep calling her Micra, and I know that they pronounce it as Mikra, but I keep on calling her Micra. I don't know which one's correct, because I, sometimes I hear Micra, and sometimes I hear Mikra in the show. So, I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name right now. So, Micra is getting her last sonogram appointment done, and... She is there by herself because, again, this whole entirety of this episode is filmed during the COVID-19. So, except for maybe Lily's segment, but majority of the couples have COVID-19 filming. So, they're in a world where it's probably the early stages of COVID-19. So, she is not allowed to have anyone in the doctor's office with her other than herself. So, she's in there getting that done while Ethan and his mom are in the car waiting for her. So Mikra lets us know that she wants her mom to be a part of the pregnancy, even though they got into an argument because of the whole social media situation. And she is very well aware that her mom is very toxic to her, but she just feels that that's my mom. You know, I can't change who my mother is. That's who she's always going to be. Therefore, I want her to be with me during this pregnancy. And it's also her first grandchild. And I want her to be there and support me. And that's all she really wants, man. She just really wants her mom to be there. And it sucks that her mom is not doing that. I do understand what her mom's, you know, going through in that sense. But at the same time, yeah, eventually you're going to have to get over it because the baby's never going to go away. <laughs> That's going to be your grandchild, whether you like it or not. So stop fighting the funk is what I'm trying to say. Uh, her baby is has grown to be six pounds. So she's going to have a big baby, I guess. I didn't even know six pounds was huge for a kid. I always thought eight or nine pounds were huge. Like when I asked my mom the question of how much I weigh, I was like, I don't know if it was 8 pounds and 9 ounces or 9 ounces and 8 pounds, but I was a fat-ass baby. And good God, she's having a big baby. And she's just, at this point of her pregnancy, she is over being pregnant. She is sick and tired of it. Been carrying the kid for 9 months now. She craved things nonstop. Always need to eat something. Her back's hurting, you know. I would assume that her, her feet are swollen. And yeah, man, carrying a kid, that takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on anyone's body. So she just she just wants her out at this point. Since they had the sonogram, the doctors told Micra that you could have this kid any day now. Like any day she's due, she's coming. So they just want to start getting prepared quickly to get all the stuff that this baby needs. So she's just very anxious now to have this kid. And Ethan's dad, Charlie, starts to open up about how difficult it can be with, like, caring for his grandbaby. Like, he wants to be there for each milestones, but he can't because he took another second job to be able to afford not only just his kids, his son, but he also has to take care of financially Mikra and Mikra's baby because... Liliana, her mom, is not helping at all with this finance between Mikra and Mikra's baby, as well as the two kids are going to school while 
the I would assume Michelle's probably going to take care of the newborn. So, you know, Daddy Charlie is taking on two jobs to help out with the bills and stuff like that. And he also is kind of wants Mika's mom to help out. I would imagine that he would. It sounds like he's going through a difficult time. And I just also kind of wondered a question about this. Since Mikra and Ethan are going to school, and I understand that school is a big priority in Charlie and Michelle's eyes, but when you really think about it, they can't get a part-time job to, you know, help finance the, their kid? Like, I don't understand. I bel don't think that either of them are into sports or any extra activities, at least from what we see on the show so far, or... Um, I don't remember, at least, uh, if, if they said that they were in anything before they got pregnant. So it's just wondering, like, maybe she can't work, but why can't Ethan work, you know? I don't know. I think, like, I understand that they're helping their child, but give them a little bit of responsibility. Like, you know, have Ethan work a part-time job so he can buy some diapers. I don't know, anything helps. But that's my opinion, of course. So, Mikra has also been talking to her mom again. So, you know, that's when Charlie's asking if uh, she talked to her mom. She's like, yeah. Then he tells her that, you know, I would like your mom to be more involved with this baby. And he also says in his confessional that he feels that every single time when Liliana says that, oh, I'm working, I can't do this. Oh, I'm working, I can't do that. He feels like those are excuses that she's just saying, just, just to say. They want her to help out more. But see, Mikra's mom, Liliana, doesn't want to because to her, that's not her kid. So she doesn't want the financial burden. That's why she kicked Mikra out, actually. But, you know, Mikra is feeling like she's a burden to Ethan's parents because of her being pregnant. And she starts to cry because she doesn't want to be a burden on anybody. She doesn't. She wants to be able to, to, to do her things her own way and not having to ask anybody to take care of her kid. But in her situation that she's in, it kind of sucks for her. And I can only imagine what she's going through because that sounds like it would be very difficult, hard, and tough on her. And that's when Michelle, Ethan's mom, comes in to explain that you don't have to feel like this. Like, we love you. We took you in. You're like family. You are family now, Mikra. We will do anything in our power to help you, and it is what it is. We will be fine. We just have to, you know, help you out. It is what it is. That's very nice. I mean, Ethan's parents are very lovely and level-headed. Like, they're very great. I, I love these parents and unexpected this time. So we're going to move on to Alex and Tyra. So Alex and Tyra. Tyra is back at Alex's house and she's been away to college for like at least a month or so. And she's really excited to see her beautiful, cute little daughter, Layla. But she's also nervous to see Alex. Okay, so she has been with Alex for eight years and she's pretty much saying that she's found a few things that she doesn't like not necessarily like about him but there's a few things that annoys her about him 
Not only that, but they are, you know, also doing the long distance thing. And she kind of feels that her relationship is going downhill since then. Now, we also get to see Alex's perspective this time around. So Alex is excited to see Tyra because he hasn't seen her in a while. And he admits that the distance has caused a strain on their relationship. So Alex feels like Tyra is ignoring him when she came over. Like, she pretty much didn't even say, hi, how are you, nothing. Just kind of pushed him to the side and picked up her baby daughter and, you know, gave her a bunch of kisses and loving her daughter and stuff like that. He just kind of feels, I wouldn't want to say left out, but pushed it aside, like, ignored, or she just didn't care and she just wanted to see her daughter. I get both sides again. I I need I don't I don't want to pick a side because I can see her reasoning and I can see his reasoning. She hasn't seen her baby for a month, so she of course she's going to quickly go to her daughter and pick her up and give her all kinds of love. Um, she probably didn't even think about saying hi. I think I don't think she did that out of a malice intent or anything. But Alex just kind of feels like oh okay. But there's more to it than that. So he wants to take Tyra on a date. And, you know, he also says that, you know, his grandma will watch the baby for us. But she kind of dismissed it. She's like, I would rather spend time with my daughter than you. Ouch. I mean, it's not ouch because I know that she wants to spend time with her daughter. But at the same time, it's he's he wants to make it the most out of seeing Tyra. Like he wants. To be able to hang out with his girlfriend. But he also needs to understand that she hasn't seen her baby in a month. So Alex protests that he feels that this would help their relationship if they just go out on a date. Because they haven't seen each other in a month. I don't know if they really spoken to each other through text or social media or something. Or even voice call. If they have, it's probably about the mom situation. But other than that, if they actually talk one-on-one, who knows? But he just wants to spend time with her. So Tyra agrees to go out on a date with him because it seemed important to him. But she wants to discuss her issues with him on the date as well. She feels like she has to choose between spending time with him or her daughter at this point. And I feel like with that, it's kind of, this is where it kind of gets a little bit weird. Because... I don't know how long Tyra is staying at Alex's house before she goes to Miami, right? So the fact that she's going to Miami for her cheer squad, and I've always been supportive of her going to college and, you know, being on the cheer team and doing the thing that she wants. But the as more as the episode goes on, she just seems like, I don't know. Like, she wants to get away and be free, but I can, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be more, because I, I, I like this couple. I like Alex. I like Tyra. I like that Tyra's going to school, getting her degree, and being on a scholarship. I would assume it's a scholarship for cheer, leading squad, and stuff like that. And I feel like he's getting upset that because she's going to Miami, you don't got time for me. She has to go. She has to go. She's on a cheer squad. I would assume it's for a scholarship for her to be in college. So, yeah, she does have to go. So, if that's the case of why she's on a cheer squad, right? 
I don't know if this is a leisure time or because she actually does have a scholarship. And if it's because she has a scholarship, then why put in this effort to get upset with her? But I guess it could be just because they just don't talk to each other. But, you know, that's kind of both of you guys' fault. I don't know. So Alex is upset because he feels that if she wants to spend time with Layla and him, then she shouldn't be going to Miami. Already discussed. Uh, about this I don't I don't know how I feel I feel like she's not like here's the thing I feel like she has to go for the scholarship thing if that's the case and I'm leading with that because I'm giving her the benefit of doubt but I also feel like she's going there more for the leisure activity too I mean she could go up to Miami I'm just wondering if she has the ability to go up to Miami because I don't know how where she is where she lives and how far it is from where she is to Miami. If it's not that far, is she able to go to Miami, do the cheer thing, you know, go to bed, wake up the next morning, come back to Alex's house and take care of the baby and be with him? Could she do that? That's, like, that's what I was just trying to see, right? Or is it, like, I don't even, because it seems like it's a weekend. Is it a weekend or is it a week off from school? I just don't know. The time frame is not sitting right with me. So I'm just like kind of all over the place when it's a time frame. I just know that she's leaving Alex's house on Sunday. But when did she get there? Did she get there on a Friday, uh, Wednesday? Who knows? But Tyra wants to talk about the situation that went down with him and his mom. Like, because she doesn't know the full story of how his mom's boyfriend moving in. How did that happen? So... She wants to know because she feels like he's not protecting his daughter. So so later on that day, they go on their date to this fun zone type of place. I call it fun zone. Um, You know, those type of places that has go-karts and ski balls and, you know, little machines that you can win tickets and get some little prizes. Yeah, they went to one of those little fun little places for their date cute date fun and active he seems to try to have fun with her but she seems to kind of be sniping at him a little bit i kind of caught on to it um when she's like oh why don't you walk next closer to me i don't know i just feel like at this point she's kind of done with alex i just get that feeling that she doesn't want anything to do with him or maybe she's just in a bad mood maybe that's why she's sniping at him could be that but once they get their food and drinks she asked him about what happened with the boyfriend situation and she didn't know the full story. So he tells her that I was at work when I found out. And my grandma found out as well. And she was also pissed. So this is where Tyra seems to be getting upset. Because she feels that Alex is worried about pleasing others. Rather than making his daughter safe. And making his daughter the priority of the situation. So she just feels like, okay, so you're not stepping up to your mom about that situation when you knew that I was not comfortable with it. And you shouldn't be comfortable with it either. She feels like because you're the parent of your daughter, you should be, you know, her protector. In a separate interview, he he's telling us, Alex is telling us that he's better parent than Tyra because... He's always there, always protecting her, taking care of her, giving her food, you know, uh, keeping her safe. She's never at home with them, so she doesn't know. And she, he feels that that Tyra is always telling him how to parent his daughter. 
and how to be a parent. He doesn't like it. So at this point, Alex is blowing up at the uh, fun zone. And she just seems like she's exhausted and she can't deal with it anymore. He's sitting there cussing up a storm like, I can't believe this. You actually got me motherfucking heated. Like, he was just spitting some some stuff underneath his breath. And I'm just like, ooh. He's one of those type of people that are passive-aggressive to a certain boiling point, I think. Like, he'll hold everything in, and then he'll, like, as soon as you get them mad enough, say the wrong word, and he's, he's, bam, he's just gonna go off. And he's kind of doing it, but he's keeping his cool, he's not throwing things, he's sitting there, and he's telling her stuff, but also kind of, you know, cussing and stuff like that. He's just pissed. And she just can't wait to go to Miami. She can't deal with it. She just wants a break. She just needs a break from Alex, from school. She just she just can't wait to go to Miami. So then we're going to move on to the next couple, Rihanna and Taryn. So Rihanna is driving with her mom, Jess, and Taryn to her last OBGYN appointment. And she is nervous to bring this baby into the world that is now infested with COVID-19 because she's worried that when she gives birth that the baby could get sick from it right because it's a serious matter she has to go to the hospital I mean there's a lot of protocols of keeping you know the place clean and spick and span but at the same time there's still risks that could happen where the baby could get COVID-19 so she's very worried absolutely I would be worried too in her situation so Rihanna has since I guess the last time we've seen her has been nice to Taryn, which is good progress that you're making with your baby daddy. So they drive up to the doctor's office and one of the nurses tells Taryn that he can't go inside of the doctor's office to the appointment. So they let in Rihanna's mom and Rihanna to go in. So he's he goes back to the car and he's pissed off that he can't go inside due to the pandemic restrictions. Because he's the father, he wants to be in her, he wants to see if everything's okay, but he calls his mom and he, and he tells her about it, trying to vent. So the nurse, we, we don't really see exactly what's going on inside because they're not allowed to film inside of the doctor's office right now because COVID-19. So we do hear a snippet of what the nurse is telling Rihanna and the nurse tells Rihanna that they aren't doing elective C-sections anymore. And Rihanna is technically an elective C-section, but she will try to get a pass for her because she medically needs one uh, due to her anoplasty. Then Rihanna goes to explain that she had a surgery when she was a baby because her anus and vagina were like too close together. They say this every episode. I don't mean to laugh, but they say this every episode about her anoplasty and they're just expressing that how important it is for her to get the c-section because her anus and vagina are too close together and she will tear down there 100 percent if she has a natural birth and because they already did a surgery done her when rihanna was a baby they won't be able to give like they would be able to reconstruct it but i guess if it tears open again it'll be a lot more difficult to reconstruct it or something like that her mom was saying that she won't be able to have sex or have another kid or even possibly being able to go to the washroom. So they're trying to do the C-section, um, hopefully that they can get it through. 
and she can do it, but it's required for it. So I feel like she'll be able to get her C-section, hopefully. Um, but they did say that if not, then she would have to go through with a natural birth. So Rihanna comes back in a car, stressed out, because she doesn't like, she's trying to think of a plan B of a different kind of birthing plan if C-section doesn't go through. And Karen asks Jessica what's wrong with Rihanna because she's visibly upset. And Jessica tells him of what the nurse just told them. And they are not doing it due to COVID, I guess. And they're not, they're also not going to let people into the hospital as well. That even Jessica might not even be able to go into the hospital. Um, But because she's a minor, they might let her in anyways. It just kind of depends when they get there. But they know for sure that Taryn can't come in there. Maybe Jessica could go in there with her, but she might have to also prepare to give <clears throat> to give birth alone. And this is something that is going to be scary for young Rihanna. So next week... Rihanna is going to be having her C-section. Lily and Lawrence are arguing about the pain of childbirth. And Lawrence don't know. Lawrence is 17. He has no idea what the pain of childbirth is or even looks like. And if they showed it to him in high school, I don't know. Some guys can be ignorant about the pain of child labor. Even women. Not all, but some women. So... Tyra also goes to Miami and she's like, yes, I get to go to Miami, hang out with my friends, you know, be away from Alex, be away from school. And, you know, she seems to be getting a little bit along or too friendly with one of the guys on that trip. So maybe, I don't know, man. I feel like she just doesn't want to be with Alex anymore. She just hasn't said it yet. She's been with the guy for eight years. That's a long time. For, I want to say children in relationships, but I get, would they be children dating since childhood and, you know, teenagers dating serious than pregnancy? They've been together for a long time. So, yeah, she's seeing um, some nice options out there in Miami. There, that's going to be a lot of drama right there. And Aiden and Jenna comes back next episode but this couple I've never seen them argue it seems like uh, Aiden is always you know trying to be like yes dear yes dear yes dear he's putting a pep into a step because he's kind of arguing with Jenna about her mom I guess taking over the baby shower which I don't understand how is she taking over the baby shower but we'll see next week I guess I don't know and then he's like also See, Aiden's also saying, how could you forget half of the things that she said to you? See, I didn't mean to downplay it last week from what I've heard. But it just seemed like that he was that the mom was arguing at the dad and sticking up the finger. I don't know what her mom actually said. We all don't know what's going on. I need more info on that. I need more info on what the mom did to her dad. Because dad is like, had enough. He didn't even want her there. So, I want more info. And if Aiden knows, 
And Aiden's the one that's starting to speak up about it. Something definitely ain't right. Because he looks like a happy-go-lucky kid not having a care in the world. And now he's getting upset over her mom. So I need to see that next week. We're Hopefully we'll be able to see that. So anyways, thank you for listening to Reality Review with Lady Beef. See you guys next week. Oh, 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 oh,